Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, offering quality live programming with holistic, spiritual, psychic, and metaphysical hosts. Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth, with Richard Lawrence and Christy Blaze. A very warm welcome to our regular listeners and those who are new to Aetherius Radio Live, brought to you on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio every third Tuesday <coughs> monthly at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. UK Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Aetherius Radio Live invites you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium Dr. George King between 1954 and 1997. As always, be prepared for another amazing show covering fascinating topics such as karma, UFOs, the Mother Earth, the New World, the Next Master, life on other planets, and much, much more. Today, on the Serious Radio Live, your host, Richard Lawrence, will be joined by Ayub Malik, an employee of the Ethereum Society and a popular presenter at the Temple in London. He is actively involved in the promotion of spiritual concepts through social media and Facebook. At short notice, he has replaced our very dear friend for today's show, Chrissy Blaze, who unfortunately is not very well at all. Get well, Chrissy, please. Our healing prayers and love to you. Back to the show. I know Ayub has many questions to ask Richard about the subject of a serious society, the karmic factor. So it is now my pleasure to hand over to Richard and Ayub. Hello, hello, Thank hello. You, Nikki. Hello, Ayub. How are you doing, Ayub? Hi, Richard. I'm very good. And uh, uh, yes, I, there's a very important announcement I want to make, actually, to each and every one of us. And uh, some very, very good news has come through, uh, which has uh, proven that the Ethereum Radio Live podcast has been ranked as number two in spiritual podcasts worldwide. This is according to www.feedspot.com. And and they did a a thorough research of uh, thousands of spiritual podcasts on the Internet using search and social metrics, and they found that... um, we came number two. So that is an amazing, amazing result for us. Uh, what do you think about that, Richard? It certainly is. Oh, that's amazing because um, particularly recently we haven't held back at all. We go very deeply into our teachings quite often. And it's fantastic to think that, uh, you know, a, another organization that's, that's looking into these things and, and I don't know how they work it out or how they rank it has done that. And it's a tribute to the teachings is the way I see that, Ayub. Yes, ditto. I mean, I'm so kind of, so f- um, for me, I mean, I'm very focused on trying to focus on more the basic aspects of the teachings and trying to get that over to people as a way to uh, interest people and give value to people as well. But I don't know, honestly speaking, I, I, I do feel as though I tend to neglect some of the higher aspects or the deeper aspects of it, but this is a really good indication to me and a good reminder to me to kind of... Uh, 
uh, not forget that and, and just spend, maybe allocate more time and effort into uh, discussing and sharing and the uh, higher aspects, the deeper aspects of the Ethereum Society teachings. Well, I think with the, the fantastic wealth of, of wisdom that we have, we have to operate at many levels. You know, obviously it's our duty, but we must explain these, as you and so many others do around the world, to people uh, in a way that's understandable. We're not trying to be complicated. In fact, we're trying to, to simplify wherever we can. But at the exactly. same time, I think there are occasions to really try, at least, to go deeply into them and see the inner meanings and perhaps multiple meanings which weren't there. I mean, I've been lucky. I mean, I, mean, I think, as you know, I've been uh, in the society now for over 40 years, well over 40 years. And it's very, very rewarding to discover things that are so consistent uh, throughout mm -hmm. the years of the society's existence. You can see something that was put out by a cosmic master, for <coughs> example, in 1959, and then you find that the real meaning of that or several other meanings of that become clear perhaps in the 1980s or 1990s. And there's a, there's a, a, there's a consistency that runs through it all. And, you know, you don't have to be intellectual, far from it, to, to study our teachings deeply. You can take them deeply to your heart, indeed deeply to your soul, um, and, and just, just give them your earnest contemplation and... You're, you're going to find that it's one of the most rewarding things you've ever done. 100%, yeah. And, and I, you know, that's one thing that really struck me when I was doing a lot of my research into spiritual uh, uh, topics and organizations. And, uh, and one, the one thing that stood out for me when it concerns the society was the depth and the all-encompassing mm -hmm. nature of the teachings of the society and, and what came through Dr. King and from Dr. King himself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm. and it just stands head and shoulders above anything else that I was researching at the time and even since, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, and I'm still always looking. I'm always looking to see what other people are doing and seeing what, mm -hmm. they, you know, uh, what they're teaching. And even now, 20 years on that I've been a member of the Ethereum Society, there is nothing that comes anywhere close to what the Ethereum Society has to offer from my research, from my humble, yes. uh, my humble opinion. Well, I, I'd have to agree with you on that. Before we get any further into tonight's subject, uh, I'd just like to announce that on a couple of things. First of all, on April the 7th, that's about nine days ago, isn't it? It was on Sunday, April the 7th. Um, we did an Operation Prayer Power Discharge from London, actually. And we have explained Operation Prayer Power before, but it's where energy is sent out to the world, uh, but it's energy that's been stored by people doing prayer and mantra over many weeks, and we're then able to send in a very short space of time hundreds of hours, man or woman hours, if you like, of praying and doing mantra just in a matter of minutes. And we sent this out uh, to Iran where there was uh, terrible flooding. There's been terrible flooding. There still is terrible flooding. Uh, and 70 people had died. And there were predictions of 400,000 people being in severe danger and at risk. And meteorologists, meteorologists were, were predicting um, greater flooding still to come in the next few days. Well, I'm pleased to say, as we stand here now... Um, Yes, it's very bad there. There's, there's lots of aid needed and there's lots of help being given. But as far as I can tell, well, the latest deaths figure is 76. Uh, that includes everyone. 
Um, and that, that date was prior to the 7th of April, I think. So um, we'll have to see. We're not resting on our laurels, but it could be that that prayer power discharge, and there was also a, a run of the spiritual energy radiator in Barnsley, has made a big difference there in Iran, I have. Yeah, definitely. And Richard, could you, could you elaborate a little bit on, just for any new people who might be listening, in terms of how can our prayer energy have an impact on world conditions like that? Well, this is something we've covered quite a bit in, in previous shows, so I don't want to kind of repeat too much, just safe sure. to say for newer listeners. The energy goes out and inspires. We sent this out for the for aid and for relief workers to energize them to inspire those authorities and people who are in a position to release aid and i see today that several countries have uh, engaged in this uh, germany iraq kuwait Oman, pakistan russia and turkey the world health organization not, i mean i'm not saying they wouldn't have done but one of the purposes of the energy release is to inspire greater efforts greater contributions and also the other thing is for what we call devic stabilization the nature forces that affect weather conditions were sent for that purpose as well and certainly the predictions that existed on the 7th of April, although there are rains, and there may be rains in the future, I'm certainly not complacent, what they predicted then has not happened so far, let's put it that way. Sure, sure, sure. And that leads mm. on to, I guess, the theme of, of this show, where, where we're talking about the Ethereum Society as being the karmic factor. And, it does, uh, very well, yes. It does, and uh, so... I mean, I know, Richard, you know, you, you've done a lot of uh, research into this, a lot more than I have. And, uh, uh, and can you share a little bit about what that actually means, the Ethereum Society, the karmic factor? I, I would, thank you. And I'd just like to say that, you know, I know I is going to help me that, as I've said before, some of the programs we've been doing over the last few months have, have been fairly advanced and quite full-on and quite demanding and uh, I, I've also had a lot of comments, though, from people listening who really appreciate that and welcome that and have asked us to carry on. We will be doing both. We will sometimes be doing things that are more uh, readily accessible and sometimes we'll be going, like tonight, more deeply into it. Uh, but broadly speaking, tonight is uh, quite a full-on program. So just a little warning there before I get sure. started. Um, I think it's vital, though, as I said before, that we do gain a deeper understanding of the teachings and more importantly to live them, you know, to live these yeah. teachings, not just pay lip service to them. And, of course, to do those, the wonderful practices, that's, that's essential. That's not an option uh, hmm. for, for the serious spiritual student. Uh, we do need to do those. So just to recap where we got to in a couple of shows I've done over the last few months with Chrissy, we've, we've established that the practice of the 12 blessings on a holy mountain was given 52 years earlier than originally planned. That was revealed by the Master of Theorists in 1959. And we've sort of concluded in pursuing that that the next master, as prophesied uh, on, on the holy mountain of Brown Willie, uh, it would have in all likelihood come much, much sooner, would have come before then, well before then, possibly in the 1960s, and we were looking at the fact that, and I think you found this, Ayub, 
that in Operation yes. Blue Water alone, millions, mm. just to name one thing, millions would have died. Uh, I think you found a reference to that from Dr. King in, in 1967, that fact yes. that millions would have died. And that's just one minor effect of that particular mission. The main purpose, and this is what I want to stress in this show, is the karmic effect. Um, and then just to conclude where we've been going in the last show I did with Chrissy, which was two months ago, that uh, without the adepts being here, uh, what we call Operation Carmelite, the so-called Armageddon would have taken place, and this would have had to have been dealt with by the next master, which means that he would have come uh, in the 1960s. And I tonight want to sort of go on from there and say well where does that then leave us now because that's a massive change to the cosmic plan brought about by Dr. King, the Ethereum Society and the adepts who, the three adepts uh, joined by other adepts um, sure. and I, I would say that you know there are many missions which have been performed uh, since Dr. King left us um, and that he left these for us to perform. I mean, uh, the other thing I was going to mention is that uh, this month, just a week or so ago, a, a, a phase of the Saturn mission was completed. That would be phase 99. Um, and just if you, since every phase of the Saturn mission, there's something else I have that we have discussed, and I'm sure we'll discuss again what the Saturn sure. mission is. But mm. it's a mission we perform, and one side effect of, it, of each phase is to save 90,000 uh, people from, severe de from death or severe mutilation, which will mean that when we do phase 100, hopefully later this year, that's the plan. Um, sure. I won't say when at the moment, but that's the plan, <laughs> that at least 9 million will have been saved from death or severe mutilation. That is amazing. And, and that's, that's an one amazing of the things to make. Yes, well. it's an amazing claim, and yes. it, it's and it's a side effect. It's not the main purpose. Because what mm -hmm. I really want to lead on to is that uh, the Ethereum Society has, has enabled the continuance of human civilization. Uh, that um, many others are doing essential work for humanity, uh, physically, spiritually, in many ways. But it's the karmic factor of our direct cooperation with cosmic forces which has really made an enormous difference. And we're continuing with that. And um, there's an interesting prophecy that Dr. King made, and he made it on November the 12th, 1966, in a lecture at the American headquarters. And I'd like to read it, actually, if I may. Sure. He said... A thousand years after I'm dead, ladies and gentlemen, this, and he says, this is, I'll read it all, and it all comes from him. So, a thousand years after I'm dead, ladies and gentlemen, this might be taken as a prophecy. I will have a greater following than ever I had when I'm alive, because these things people will gradually see to be true. They will try many other things. They will live through many lives, and they will come across many, many blank walls that they cannot get through and then, then eventually their memory banks will open and they will say my god I have wasted a thousand years mm. that's the quote now it's a very interesting quote in many ways but yeah. one way is and I want to sort of 
focus on this a little bit this, in this program. The figure of a thousand years recurs a fair amount, and, and I'll illustrate that in our teachings, the next thousand years. Now, there isn't a master coming to earth before the next master, and the clue is in the name. Sure. Uh, next. The next. So yeah. he is the next master. So if he's not coming, uh, or let me put it another way, if he was coming, then that prophecy wouldn't have been necessary. Mm. Because when he comes, everyone will see the light. And if they don't see the light, as we've discussed on this program before, it's the final sorting. Mm. So that taken literally, that prophecy, and I stress if it's taken literally, because things can change, but if it is, it would imply that the next master either won't or may not come for a thousand years. Right. So I, I, I open with that thought I, uh, for you to, yes. to, you to think about. A, at least let me put it this way. Provision is being made in that prophecy for the fact that the next month... Because after all, what the Master is saying, or what Dr. King is saying there, is that we have a thousand years to go through life after life, and uh, people will live through many lives, come across many, many blank walls that they cannot get through, and then they will eventually say, my God, I've waited a thousand years. Now, if the next master were to come in, that would interrupt that. It would stop that because he will prove himself beyond all doubt and it will confirm what Dr. King said and they won't have the luxury, you know, from a karmic yeah. point of view, of realizing it in their own good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you can call it good time. Yes, yes. It is. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know if you want to comment on anything there, Ayab, or otherwise I can I can go on. Yeah, I mean, that's, where do I begin with this? I mean, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, one of the um, where, where Operation Prayer Power was kind of enshrined in karmic law, and that people uh, can't rise above a certain level in their evolution unless they contribute in some way to Operation Prayer Power. And, support um, it in some way, yes. Yeah, yes, that's support true. it in some way, and... Uh, and and I guess this is this it, this all links into this as well links into this prophecy that sooner or later mm. whoever is on the spiritual path this is how I read it some people will have to come across the etheric society and and they'll be given the opportunity to further their spiritual growth and development and contribute to the world um, a massive uh, world changing effects that the activities of the etheric society are making are having. And mm. um, and that thought is it, it just it's just mind blowing for me and uh, um, yeah. I'm sure it is for a lot of our listeners as well who who, who have studied. The it is mind blowing for me, yeah. I must say. And and yeah. I've been looking at stuff today, and I've learned things today which I yeah. hadn't realised before. Uh, and you know, I have to say that I'm looking at the fact that the Ethereum Society is providing this the karma for this continuity. Now, mm. that's a, quite a, a, an amazing claim. I'm not stating it as a fact. I'm putting it out as a thought. Uh, it's something I've come to believe, but it's only yeah. an opinion. Uh, it's it, an opinion, sense. though, based on logic. Yeah, based yeah. on logic yeah. and contemplation. As I said earlier, you don't yeah. have to be an intellectual to study these teachings. It's one sure. helpful thing, if one can be, shall we say, intelligent at least. 
But yes. also you can take it to your heart. But just to illustrate that, because that's an enormous thing to say, and to illustrate the enormity of the Ethereum Society, I'd like to take, uh, take our listeners back to January the 20th, 1980. And uh, actually I was with Dr. King, I, I happened to be in L.A. at this time, when he received a shattering statement from a cosmic source, a cosmic intelligence. It was actually Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2, Master we've talked about before. And the Master had asked uh, an evaluation of the society in relation to other religious religions and what they were, you know, just so that we can understand the, the, the role that we have to play because we're not big in numbers, mm. uh, we're big sure. in what we do. And this, I think, is what he wanted to illustrate. So this is the answer he got. And again, I will read it exactly as it was delivered. In answer to your request, the evaluations we're prepared to give now are as follows. Operation Sunbeam and the Spiritual Energy Radiator Availability, Operation Space Power, was 945 times more valuable to the physical realms of life in 1979 than the Buddhist and Christian religions combined. The two missions were 9,233 times more valuable in terms of karmic manipulation to all higher levels than the Buddhist and Christian religions together and 8,547 times the value of the combined efforts of the Buddhist, Christian, Jewish and Muslim religions to the higher realms. Well done. Now even the gods know this. <laughs> so in, it, it's staggering stuff and it could it be really mistaken. It, I, I have to be very clear here uh, that we are not saying and no one is saying and it wasn't stated that people in the Ethereum Society are any better as people or that we are regarding ourselves as superior or than other people or anything like that we have respect for all religions as you know but what it is saying is that those two missions because of the direct cooperation with cosmic forces and that's the big thing hmm. Operation Sunbeam and Operation Spacebar that's the sending of energy directly to the Mother Earth through a psychic center and the transmission of energy through our equipment our apparatus or from a beam sent from a spacecraft. That's where the credit goes. Sure. We, we are just fortunate to cooperate with them. That mm. is 945 times more valuable. So even though we're tiny in numbers, on the physical plane anyway, the effect of what we're doing, the karmic effect, is enormous and I believe is essential in, in maintaining the continuance that we're seeing. And we're, we're seeing civilization going on in a way that has defied some predictions by scientists, never mind spiritual sources. Hmm. hmm. Definitely. And I think, you know, I think we, we also, I mean, I know I do this myself. I, I, tend, I tend to take for granted what we've got. And, uh, and every time, you know, I study some of the teachings and some of the, study some of the works of the masters and what they've actually done for each and every one of us, you know, it helps to instill that gratitude and remind me the importance of being grateful for this free time that we have and, and the relative freedom that we have to, uh, to learn and uh, to advance and to grow 
Whereas if it wasn't for these missions, if it wasn't for the Assyrian society, world conditions would be far worse than what they are now. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just wondering, Richard, did the Master ever talk about um, what life would be like if it wasn't for the Assyrian society and the missions and the work that we well, do? Well, we, we have... It, we have um, covered the fact uh, that, you know, without George King, the world would be, um, I can't remember the exact words, but the Master of Theorists said uh, much of it would be uninhabitable or words to that effect. Um, right. And, you know, that's been stated. So mm. those are some of, if you like, those. Uh, th- the point I'm, I would like to make is that the mission statement, if you like, the purpose of the Aetherius Society, or one of its purposes, must be to maintain this karmic balance so that life can continue. And the longer that it continues, the later will be the final sorting. I mm. mean, the sorting is, is taking place already at a certain level, but the final sorting, by which I mean those who remain on the planet and those who aren't able to remain, this is something, again, we've explained in previous programs, not as a punishment at all, but because they simply wouldn't, whoever they are, be able to withstand the vibrational change that will come when the Mother Earth accepts fully her initiation. Uh, If that is delayed, there's the opportunity for more and more people to change. And mm-hmm. so th- we're, we're, if you like, if to coin a phrase in the business, of trying to save people not even from death in one life, mm. that would be a great enough thing for anybody to do. And many people work and do that. They'd be doing it today in numerous <coughs> ways, through medicine, through aid, through prayer, through all kinds of ways. Mm. Um, but this is saving people from reliving their history. Could be hundreds of lives, not one. Hmm. that people are being saved from if they, if they can stay here, if they see the light. And by see the light, I want to stress, it does not mean that they have to join the or even discover the Aetherius Society. True. That will yeah. come. That will have to come at some yeah. point. But individuals could change in numerous ways. You know, there are wonderful people doing wonderful things in this yeah. world, thank God, Yes. Uh, in many ways, and such people are, if they change sufficiently, will be preparing themselves so that they can uh, raise mm-hmm. by their vibrations through service, through all kinds of ways, and stay on this planet when the new age comes. When it comes is, you know, for the masses, for most people, the later the better, really, because yes. it gives more people a chance to change. And I can't think of a greater purpose, Ayub, really, yeah than helping to do that. Yeah, and that is mind-blowing stuff. And I think a lot of people, you know, and I, I think some people on different, on different levels of understanding and awareness of the fact that there is a spiritual awakening that's going on throughout this world, and people are starting to wake up, people are starting to question their, um, their realities and, and starting to seek higher meaning, higher purpose, and... and mm-hmm. A lot of these people aren't really aware, and I, and, I, and I tap into a lot of spiritual groups and connect with a lot of spiritual people, and a lot of them are feeling this shift, are feeling this change, but they're not really sure why it's happening, or they don't really fully understand mm-hmm. where it's going, where it's leading us. And I think what, what the Ethereum Society has is the bigger picture, and this is what we, you, you know, you're touching on an aspect of that, you know, on, on this bigger picture of where, where we're going and what... And what uh, 
and what the Assyrian site is actually doing to contribute to the spiritual awakening of humanity. And um, and it's truly mind-blowing, you know, when, when, I, when, I, when I sit back and it just is. reflect on it. And, uh, it's, um, <clears throat> and it's amazing. And I, I'd it like really to is. just add also that, you know, um, just before we leave that quote that I just gave there from Marsech Rate Special Advisor S2 in, in 1980, that it's interesting to note, isn't it, that the higher realms are at least ten times, uh, or rather it, they are ten times more valuable approximately to the higher levels. Mm. Um, and I think that's interesting because what it tells me anyway is that on the higher levels, which I take to be, for example, levels five and level six, the higher mental realms, they are far more likely to use the energies that are sent to them in much greater abundance Hence, they're more valuable. It's because people on our realm and lower realms uh, don't use the energy and aren't sensitive to the, operate, the effects of Operation Sunbeam at a spiritual level as these intelligences are. would like to just add before we leave that too sure. that we are doing those two missions, Operation Sunbeam and Operation Space Power, more potently than we were in 1979. Mm. Um, both have advanced <coughs> Especially operations, but well, they've no, they've both advanced a lot since then. So, yeah. if anything, the effect will be even greater now. Not to mention the other missions that have come along in the meantime. Amazing, amazing. <clears throat> now, st just staying with this thousand-year um, theme, and I, I mentioned that uh, prediction that uh, Dr. King made, and I've got some others. But before I go into my others, I've got to be very mindful that our producer is waiting in the wings, Ayub, and I think she has quite a few announcements to make, including uh, one very important one at least. So can we hand over to you now, Nikki, please? Well, that's very kind of you, Richard, and thank you both for a very interesting first half of the show. You are listening to a Sirius Radio Live with host Richard Lawrence, joined by Ayub Malik, talking on the subject, A Serious Society, The Karmic Factor. Every Saturday and Sunday, you are very welcome to join us in the live online 12 Blessings service. And to find out more, please visit 12blessings.org. That's 12 in digits. Yes, we do have a very important announcement. 12 midnight, GMT, April the 18th, heralds in the first hour of the first spiritual push for 2019, when a serious society centers worldwide welcome into orbit of our Earth, a giant spacecraft we know as the third satellite, flooding our world with much-needed spiritual energy. This spiritual push lasts until May 23rd, during which... All spiritual actions performed with a selfless motive are enhanced by a factor of 3,000 times. You are warmly invited to attend London and Michigan or any one of our centres for this potent first hour service. Please visit Ethereus.org for more details. Sunday, April 21st, is the celebration of Easter when special services will be held in Michigan and London and other Ethereus Society centres. Other activities in Michigan, on Friday, May 3rd, a lecture given by Chrissy entitled Earth, Reconnecting with Her Sacred Power, will start at 7pm and take place at Up Dog Yoga in Rochester, Michigan. On Tuesday, May 21st, at 7.30pm, there will be an experiential class, How to Use the Energy of the Universe, 
with Gary and Chrissy Blaze, which takes place at the Michigan branch at Royal Oak. So for more details, please visit AtheriusMI.org. At the Aetherius Temple in London, we have Sunday, April 28th at 2.30pm, a fascinating afternoon, a cosmic seminar entitled The Cosmic Plan with Alison Lawrence and Mervyn Smith. Saturday, May 4th, there's an all-day practical workshop starting at 9am on You Too Can Heal, The King Technique with Jamie Bates and Darren Ball. Tuesday, May 14th at 7pm, another in-depth King Yoga experience evening in our program entitled The Divine Self with Ayub Malik. And of course, the next series radio live show will be on May the 21st entitled Channel the Power of the Universe with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. So please tune in for that one. So that's it for now. And I hand you back to Richard and Ayub. Thank you, Nikki. That's an amazing program I have coming up there. Yeah, uh, and I think it reminds us. Yeah, and I think it reminds us also that you know, although the missions are our core, are you know something that we, <coughs> our high point, if you like, they are not the only things that we're doing. We're doing many other things, and the other things are essential. They're not options. We mm. need the teachings, we need to understand the teachings, we need to live the teachings, and we need to do the practices uh, in order to sustain ourselves and to do our work, which are crucial to the mission. So, it, it, the missions, rather. So, it's, it's all linked. So, in case anyone's just joined us now, halfway through the program, uh, where we're up to is we're looking at the mission statement, if you like, of where the Ethereum Society is now. Great changes have been made thanks to Dr. King and the three adepts and we've been looking at what those changes are in previous shows the fact that the next master would have had to come surely would have had to come a long time ago if nothing else to deal with Satan and, and, and the so-called Armageddon and for other reasons the, the, on, the, on the back of the initiation of Earth and this has somehow been delayed and it's interesting, I, that even in the Lord's declaration, he said, there will shortly come another among you. Mm. And here we are. And we're looking at the possibility of this being delayed and the, looking at the possibility, I would say more than possibility, of the Ethereum Society being the karmic factor in sustaining, through our missions and through our other activities, the continuity. Now, we're not the only people far from it. I want to keep stressing that. There's wonderful organizations doing wonderful work, life-saving work, healing work, uh, but we are unique in the sense that we work directly, not indirectly, but directly with the cosmic masters. We're not even just looking back to an old teaching that was given at some time and trying to live it, commendable as that is, by the way, mm. but we are still working with these beings on a, an ongoing interactive direct basis and this is what marks us out and marks our contribution out uh, and enabling people for the centuries to come possibly uh, and I'm looking at the figure of maybe a thousand years because it's a figure that comes up quite a bit sure uh, with the opportunity to change before the final sorting definitely and I think that's one so thing that really yeah. Yeah, struck me was uh, 
you know, the one thing that stood out for me was the missions. You know, when I came across the Ethereum Society, that there is no one else out there doing these missions. There's no one else out there that's going right. out, putting energy into psychic centers of the Mother Earth. Uh, there are plenty of other organizations that are doing teaching and spiritual practice mm-hmm. and healing work. Meditation. And meditation, etc., mm. etc. Et but there isn't any other organization that's doing the missions as the Ethereum Society yeah. is doing. So that, for me, was like, when I was doing my research, I was like, this is where I want to be. I want to be part of something that is making a real, practical, colossal difference in the world to the, to the uh, evolving yeah. spiritual awakening of humanity, to the divine plan, you know, which is being worked out mm-hmm. by greater masters mm-hmm. um, from beyond this world, uh, for our world, and out of mm-hmm. their compassion, out of their love. And, and that kind of mm-hmm. leads me on to this another other transmission that we were discussing earlier on about uh, the Mars oh, yes. Hog. And mm-hmm. um, because um, and, it, uh, and, and I would like to read this uh, transmission, if I may. Yes. Uh, and it was delivered by the Master um, Ethereus in April on April the first, nineteen sixty-one, and it's called the Master Cog. And he made the following statements. There are many so-called metaphysical organizations upon terror, which is Earth. There is not one, my dear friends, there is not one which will be called upon to do a bigger task than the one to which you are fortunate to belong. The Ethereum Society is an essential part, an essential cog in the great cosmic plan. It is the master cog which is being driven by a cosmic battery, If this cog breaks, the battery cannot discharge itself correctly and a new cog will have to be hand-molded. Now that is quite an interesting statement. It's very interesting. Mm. It is. And and in talking to you earlier about that, because you suggested reading this, I think this is taken... This extract was in contact with the gods from space, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, The last sentence... um, I, I suddenly saw something in it, which I... This is a typical example of what happens when you really try, at least, to study <laughs> the teachings and take them within you, because the last time... And let me read this last statement. If this cog breaks, the battery cannot discharge itself correctly, and a new cog will have to be hand-molded. Now, that was stated at a time when Dr. King was on Earth. It's possible, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't think it was going to break this cog while he was on Earth anyway, because <laughs> of him. But if sure. it had done for some reason, he might have been able to hand mold something else. But now the position we're in now, uh, if this cog breaks, that's the Ethereum Society, the battery cannot discharge itself correctly, and the new cog will have to be hand, hand molded. The only intelligence that could hand mold that new cog would be the next master. Mm-hmm. I would assert. I would come sure. back to the statement that he is the next master. So there isn't another cosmic master coming uh, before him. And yes. it would have to, I would suggest, be done by a cosmic master or a cosmic source. Sure. And sure. Dr. King is not replaced as primary terrestrial mental channel. So I think we're looking at the, at the next master there. And if this new cog was hand-molded by the next master, then the karma, brings us back to our theme, would be entirely different uh, because it would be divine intervention because unlike Dr. King who came in a limited way as Jesus had before him and Buddha had before him, the next master won't. 
and it would be mm -hmm. direct intervention and cause an immediate sorting, which again, I would say, Ayub, puts the emphasis on the importance of the continuance of the Aetherius society. It really does, yeah. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for picking that out. That was your idea to, to read that, and, and a very yes. good one. But I've got a couple more things along my theme of a thousand years I'd like to share with yes, you and our do. listeners. Yes, yes. So here's one. It's slightly different. Now, in, there's a book Dr. King wrote. Members will be familiar with it. They should be, and I'm sure they will be. It's called The Day the Gods Came, and it's our most important publication. It's actually uh, reserved for members only. That was something that was stated by the Master Theorist, and it's the only book that we publish that is. Um, mm. But... He, in it, I, well, I, so I can't reveal its contents on this program, but I can say that in it, Dr. King describes the bright new dawn of the new age, and he, he described it from his own visionary experience of what it will actually be like. So that's published in that book. In a lecture on the 26th of February 1965, about the next master actually, Okay. He spoke about this piece of writing, in other words, this writing about the bright new dawn of the new age, which he had seen in a visionary way. And he said this, here, talking about the writing, he goes, here, I go a thousand, two thousand years into the future with philosophical prophecy. It isn't idle writing, it is philosophical prophecy, it is the philosophy of a visionary. But the thing wow. I want to latch on to here is that he's talking about a thousand or two thousand years. Now, again, I don't want to be unfair on Dr. King and be too literal, but he mm. has again come up with this figure of a thousand, two thousand years into the future, much sooner than some people might expect, maybe later than others would expect. And I mm. don't think the date is fixed, I don't, and, and we've been told that nobody knows, although it is known, but nobody knows exactly when the next master will come. But we've got again that thousand-year span there yes. before the new age, or maybe two thousand. Mm -hmm. Not so. It's uh, it's well, it's within the remit, isn't it? Yes, and it sounds like it's, it's by design. I'm sure the master, you know, let on. You know, he didn't let on. He knew more than what he was saying, basically. And um, I um, think so. I think yeah. Yes, and I think there are some clues, and, th and those clues are what I'm trying to follow for Ethereum Radio Live this evening with you. Yes. Um, the following year, now you must go to another one, uh, okay. and this would be May of 1966 now, the Master of Theorists gave some specialized directives. He gave a series of, of transmissions uh, to the, to the Ethereum Society. And in it he said, at the end of this series, I will reveal to you your main tasks for the next 1,000 years. Hmm. Now, I think there are two things of great interest there. One is that this was given just prior to Operation Carmelite. Yes. And it's my own, again, opinion, I want to say that, that that's not by chance. Two things happened, because th this actually, when he actually did deliver the plans for the next 1,000 years, was on August the 26th, 1967. Right. And just prior to that, on August the 18th of 1967, the people don't have to get bogged down with his dates. I'm just trying to give a sort of an <laughs> overall picture of how it evolved. 
he, sure. he had also, Dr. King had received the spiritual push dates again for the next 1,000 years. And once again, that 1,000 years comes into it. Mm-hmm. Now, what all this suggests to me is that they were looking, at, first of all, at the need to have a plan should anything happen to Dr. King in Operation Carmelite. As I say, that's my opinion. The timing right. of it is interesting. It's, it's actually a month or a couple of months before Operation Carmelite started. Right. And had anything happened to Dr. King, and he did state that it was very dangerous to him, Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a plan. We would have had a spiritual push dates for a thousand years, and we would have had a plan for the Ethereum Society for a thousand years, hmm. which is actually called the Five Temples of God. It's now... I, I, I don't want to say out of date. What I'd like to say is it's now amended by many things that have happened since. But had it been necessary, they were there, they were in place. Let me read just one excerpt from that. August 26, 1967, the Master Okay. When George King, as you call him, has to vacate the terrestrial body he now inhabits, he will not be replaced. It is for this reason that we've already given the next magnetization periods for the thousand years following the death, as you call it, of your leader. So that was a provision made. Yes. And then later he goes on to say, now to come to your main tasks for the next 1,000 years, and then this book, The Five Temples of God, which, as I say, needs updating, Hmm. but because of the changes that have come since. But the tasks were given to us, to the Society, should we have needed them, and should Dr. King have not been here, let's say, for the next 1,000 years? And again, that figure of 1,000 years comes back and back and back. Yeah. And it must be, I would say, at the very least, that they were making provision for the fact that we would not get any other information from a cosmic source for 1,000 years. I, that's what I would suggest. Hmm. Your seems thoughts, Ayub? Yeah, it seems logical. Um, yeah, when you, when you consider what it takes to actually uh, develop a rapport, a communication, two-way communication with cosmic sources, um, <clears throat> and um, and be able to share that with with other people, with openly, it's um, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine who else could do that. It's um, well, also even if somebody could do it, they they wouldn't be recognised within the Ethereum Society because of the dangers. And we know yes. them well of delusion in mediumship. Again, it's something we've discussed a lot. And yes. so, as it says there, George King will not be replaced. And mm. I, so what I think we're looking at, I'm not, I want to be clear, I'm not saying the next master will not come for a thousand years. What I am saying, though, is that there is provision. If we are able to sustain civilization, and that's where I think the Society is the karmic factor through the missions and the things that we do, the cooperation that we have, Mm. Uh, then we have our we have plans have been given on that basis if it's necessary because if the next master comes I would say it won't be necessary because everything will then change and he will be able to give directions if he needs to instructions if he needs to and the sorting the final sorting will be speedily upon us yes amazing now, time um, 
It is, and and I'm going to push on if I may, and I don't I don't want to burden people too much with this, but I, I sure. just to show that there's a lot here. Um, there is. That there's a sort of postscript in a way, in that in 1988 the spiritual push dates were given again, and this is covered in a book called Contact with the Lord of Karma. Now, in the opening to that book. Uh, Dr. King says, in this book, you will see for yourself the spiritual pushes or orbits of satellite number three around Earth for the next 1,000 years. And Dr. King is clear that, that whether the society cooperates or is able to cooperate or not, um, it, it, they are given for the next, again, 1,000, as he calls it, terrene years. Hmm. But in the actual uh, response, uh, by Mars Sector 6, when he gives the dates, um, he says this, and I'll, I'll give you an exact quote uh, about those dates. He says, the dates are fixed for as long as it is possible for the Ethereum Society to cooperate with them. Wow. Now, I, I want to stress that Dr. King does qualify that himself by saying that even if we can't cooperate with them, um, that, that they will last for a thousand years but sure. I think there must be some implication there I mean that, those are the words that Mars Sector 6 chose to use if we couldn't cooperate with them in any way um, then we would have to, to use the quote you came up with that we would have been the, the battery would be broken the cog would be mm. broken rather yes. and have to be remolded and uh, I would say it would you know, hasten the coming of the next master and the end time, if you like to use a phrase. Yes, 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 uh, yes. And then, and that's what we want to kind of offset. I guess we want to try and delay that as much as possible um, to give people well, we more do. time, more naturally, and uh, um, <clears throat> and yeah, our task is just truly. Mind bl mind-blowingly huge. It's um, yeah, and it's 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 a big responsibility. And when, when I when I think about it, I, I, I it does frighten me sometimes. It, it does. Yeah. You know, I just, well, I just healthy, think, I think how enormous it is. You know that a normal uh -huh. average person like myself and 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 others, you know, can actually mm -hmm. have such a massive effect. To actually keep, mm. contribute to missions and an organisation that is having a colossal effect of just like for you, for, like you were saying earlier on, with just a Saturn mission, where once we reach phase mm -hmm. 100, we would have saved nine million people from from death or uh, severe injury and mutilation. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just um, a side effect. And that's just a side effect. Uh, we're we're exactly. told that's what they said, and and that's interesting because it's interesting. And even the actually the millions of lives that were saved in Operation Blue Water is regarded as a minor effect, not as mm -hmm. the main thing. Uh, yes. Because after all, what we're talking about here is is bigger even than the saving of lives in any one life. Definitely. It's saving people from maybe, who knows, hundreds of lives? Who knows what it would take to relive our history if, if for those who, who, whoever they are, and, and we're not saying we're better people. I mm. want to stress that. We're just saying we are privileged to be cooperating directly 
with cosmic forces and this is the effect it's had and there's one more uh, only one more I before I run out of time here sure which is uh, where the thousand years comes in that I found anyway there may be others but these are the ones I found and okay. this was in reference to operation space magic now uh, just to briefly describe that to listeners there is a, a, a spacecraft or a satellite was launched in order to radiate energy from other planets. And this is a vast subject. It's worthy of a broadcast in its own right. It's a truly amazing mission operation, Space Magic. Truly. And this was launched on January the 23rd, 1981. And it's, it's very much connected to Operation Sunbeam because it means that when energy is sent, as we mentioned earlier, to the psychic centers of Earth, it can be sent not just, uh, not only, let me say, from holy mountains on this Earth, but it can be sent from other planets, certain other planets as well. And as, as you can see, I'm giving a very brief, superficial sketch of a, of a vast mission. But what I just want to stress for this purpose of this broadcast is a statement was again made about that satellite, and I'll quote it from the book, Operation Space Magic. This satellite was designed and prepared to have an orbital and operating expectancy of over 1,000 terrene years. So again, even at that level, they're looking to this minimum period of 1,000 years. And what's going to happen after that, Richard? <laughs> well, um, who knows? Who knows? But it, it, mm. it, there is a, there's some hope in this, I think. There's a positive thing in this because it could mean that we have, you know, time has been bought. We're, we're coming up to, to Easter on Sunday, and I think Dr. King gave an explanation of, of the mission of, of the Master Jesus that has never been given before by anybody I know of. You know, we hear about the forgiveness of sin so-called and stuff like that. Yes. But this was a very precise thing that the master, our master, Dr. King, said, which is that he came to avert a catastrophe that was due in those days. That's why he died. That's why he came. And mm. that catastrophe would have been very severe. Now, you could look at what did uh, Dr. King and the adepts in an even greater mission, and that's the opinion of Jesus, never mind anyone else, that's the only opinion you need. Sure. Um, what, did, what did they achieve? Well, they have definitely, I would say, uh, based on examination of our teachings and logic, uh, delayed the much-predicted coming of the next master and bought a lot of extra time. They've, they've also saved us from multiple catastrophes. Hmm. but bought us this time and it could be it could be at least a thousand years in which people can change but I think the proviso is that the Ethereum society keeps going because it's the society that is the karmic factor definitely it really is yes 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 <laughs> it's mind blowing <laughs> it, it just yeah hard to comprehend sometimes but it, this is it's logical and it it just makes perfect sense when you really study it carefully and and um and and start to build a bridge to the higher aspects of the teachings and uh, um it's yeah it's amazing the work that we are doing that the Ethereum society is doing <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know i had the the pleasure to meet a few times a man called kevin quinavery 
who is a oh, numerologist. Yeah. You've probably heard his name, Ayub. Uh, he, he was yes, also a yes, friend I've of read Dr. His book, King. Yes. Yes, and, and he was a, a brilliant numerologist, and he um, came across the, the numbers of the Ethereum Society and the name, uh, which he used as well, and he, he based it on actually the, the, found, the, the, the uh, incorporation of the society in America. He took those numbers, and he actually said that, and I'm quoting him now, the mathematical odds against this repeating, talking about the numbers, within the lifetime of most of us is astronomical. He found them to be so incredible, and he wrote... Um, an interpretation of the society, not as a, a sort of card-carrying member, as it were. Uh, I think he did become a member, actually, but I'm not sure of that. But he's, he did it in a very in, impartial way, um, regardless of what, what his interests or beliefs were in the Ethereum Society or not. And he found it to be uh, absolutely incredible. He's, he said a couple of things. He said it will make the Church of Rome look like a kindergarten. <laughs> Um, that's his words, not ours. Sure. Um, and, he's, and he said it's the actual destiny is staggering. It's one of prominence that is really, rarely seen, accomplishing tremendous feats with the use of spirituality. But I also think his interpretations uh, lessened. And, and, and I'm not criticizing him. I completely can see why. But he tended to interpret it in, 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 from a material point of view. So say, you know, the society will be a household world throughout the entire world, word mm. rather, throughout the entire world, providing the karmic lessons arisen above. Whereas I would say that we are having an effect, you know, at a spiritual and karmic level, as opposed mm -hmm. to whether or not we are famous. Obviously, we, we are known. But our, our first priority isn't to be internationally famous and uh, certainly not wealthy because we aren't. But it's to, it's to follow these teachings and do these practices. And, and I think actually, um, you know, what he was finding as an impartial person using numerology is the massive spiritual and karmic force determining, determining us. It's not just what Dr. King did when he was on Earth. It's what he left us to do after his demise. And, sure. you know, we, we may have one year left before the coming of the next master, or we may have a thousand. None of us can know, but as long as sure. it lasts, the opportunity is there for this people on this realm and others to change and inherit mm -hmm. the bright new dawn on this mm -hmm. earth when it comes. Sure. And uh, just, um, I know we're coming to the, to the end. I mean, would you mind kind of sharing a little bit about what, uh, this bright new dawn would look like. What it, what, what? Because uh, I know there's a transmission that was given about the new world, and uh, just to give us a flavour of what is to come. I think what you've done there very well, Ayub, is flag up a topic for a future programme. Because I'm afraid, as you rightly say, we are run out of time, and Nikki okay. has to do her announcements. But it's a very good idea, and thanks for being such a wonderful guest, Ayub. It's been really good to have you. I'm sure we'll have oh, you again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we. And we really send our love to Chrissy, and let's all send her healing, and let's hope she gets better soon. Indeed. Get well soon, Chrissy. <laughs> and over to you, Nikki. Well, wow, thank you. Um, yet another very thought-provoking show. Thank you so much, Richard and Ayub. You have been listening to A Serious Radio Live, which is your cosmic connection, the third Tuesday of each month. Do join us for the next show, which will be on May 21st, entitled Channel the Power of the Universe with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. 
As always, our website, ethereus.org, has more information and details of the various publications and audio titles available on CD or download, particularly those publications that have been mentioned during this show. You are very welcome to connect with Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence by visiting their respective websites, chrissyblaze.com and richardlawrence.co.uk. We hope you enjoyed listening to Ethereus Radio Live and we look forward to being with you next month.